Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Walden. My guest today is Michele Palama of Vinicola Palama in the Salento region of Puglia, whose Salento EGP Rosato Mettiuisco 2019 vintage scored 95 points at Five Star Wines The Book 2020, which of course also includes Wine Without Walls. The Salento EGP Rosato Mettiusco 2009 was crowned Miglior Vino Rosato or Best Rosé Wine. Here's what the judges had to say. Dark copper pink, this wine holds lovely varietal characters of ripe red fruit, spice and a hint of bitter orange peel. Long, fresh, slightly mineral acidity that isn't out of place thanks to the balance of fruit and a dry whisper of tannin on the finish. A medium weight red with wide appeal. Many congratulations. Grazie molte. Michele, where is your winery? My winery is situated in the southest part of the Italy. Uh, we are in the southest part of Apulian region, um, located in Cutrofiano, a small center that is called Cutrofiano, not far by Lecce, and uh, far uh, 30 kilometers from the Adriatic Sea and 30 kilometers from the Ionian Sea, so in the middle of uh, uh, the southest part of Puglia. So you get you get some. Um, I imagine you get some uh, uh, good airflow where you are in terms of coolness. You got the you know those in, those oceans, those sea bodies of sea, the side of your um, of your locality. Does that help at all? Our vineyards are uh, uh, situated in uh, an uh, really high area. In our zone, uh, an higher hour area is something like 100, 100 meters on sea level, so not, not really high for <laughs> in, in general, but uh, have 100, 150, 200 meters with uh, the sea that is 20 kilometers far by you and some, sometimes five, five kilometers far by the vineyards create uh, some really particular wind conditions because we have the possibility to receive some part of salt directly from, from, from the seaside into our vineyards and we have the possibility to control a lot the humidity into the, into the lines of our vineyards where we have some really big change of temperature during the day and during the night so where uh, we can arrive into the summertime to 15 degrees into the night and 14 or, or something less during the day. These really particular conditions create a lot of freshness um, and a lot of sapidity in, uh, in the wines that we made from, uh, uh, from these really particular vineyards. Did you create the winery or was it a family winery? What's, what's the history behind what you're doing now? I am the third generation of a family business that was founded in 1936 uh, by my grandfather Arcangelo and that... Uh, uh, in 1986 was into the end of my father Nini 
that still work with me, that continue to work with uh, with uh, with me. We work together now, and uh, we are a really small farm that work on 32 hectares in total, where we have 12 of property and the rest, the other 20 in rent. We make something like 200,000 bottles every year, only from native varieties of our territory of the Salento Peninsula in, uh, in a really directly uh, way because we are, my father and I, who work into the vineyards, we are who work into the cellar and we are, we are who sell directly our, our wine. So we have the possibility to be the, the winemaker, we have the possibility to, to be the, the, the people who works into the vineyards. We follow all, all, all the, the production uh, moments of our wines, so uh, it's something really, really personal. What are, your, what are your key grape varieties? Our top varieties are the red grapes, typical from this territory. The first two are Negro Amaro, absolutely the best, and then the Primitivo. The best part of our production is from Negro Amaro, and really particular local variety that gave us the possibility to make uh, three different kinds of wines because we made uh, Blanc de Noir uh, in uh, uh, Metodo Classico from Negramaro 100% worked in, uh, in, in white. We make a lot of rosé, our most important wine, and then we made also some really important and aged red wine. So the best part of our production is for the Negro Amaro. Okay, so the I mean the wine that you're the wine that you uh, was very successful at the five star wine competition this year was your um, EGT Salento Rosato Metiusco. Tell us a little bit about that because that's a hundred percent Negro Amaro as well. How do you make that? You've got a particular, very particular way of making it. Yes, absolutely. Metusco um, Rosé is also our top seller wine. So our the best part of our production is for the making of uh, Metusco Rosé. My father started in 1996 to to produce this uh, really typical rosé from our area. Rosé is not completely correct because here in Salento we call this kind of wine rosato also the, the 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 intensity of color is completely different by the rosé from some other parts of of italy of or, or some other parts of the of the world uh, we make an uh, rosato really full of of color and really strong with a really asian technique that uh, in our family is called the salasso means that after the first work on, on the vineyard of the grapes, after the extraction of the skins, after the, the, the produce of moosted skins together, we have uh, a long period of 12, 24 hours of contact by skins and moosts at zero degrees or something like that. And after this process of cryo-maceration, we extract from the base of the tank, from the lower valve that we have on, on, on the tank, only the 30% of the liquid part. This part starts the fermentation alone, and uh, uh, we close the fermentation of Metusco Rosé with 10, 12 really small parts that 
everyone uh, made with a really particular uh, temperature of fermentation and with a really particular condition of fermentation. You need to mind that make for making 200 toliters of Metusco Rosé, we need to work uh, grapes from 10 hectares. So a really, a really lot of, of grapes for a small part of rosé. The rest, of course, became a red wine, but the production of rosé is the first thing when we make the program of the new harvest. Okay, so just, just run through that again. So you put the Negro Amaro grapes, um, you press them, or you put them in the tank. How, how does it work? No, 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 no. We never press the grapes that we use for Matthews Rosé. You need to mind that at the beginning of the work, we have a process that is really similar to making of red wine. So uh, we, we only uh, remove the school from the, from the grapes and then we put, uh, we put the rest, so skins and mousse, into, into a uh, stainless steel tank. Before the starting of fermentation, of alcoholic fermentation, after these hours of contact by skins and mousse, we only extract from the base of the tank a part of mousse before the fermentation. This part became the Metusco Rosé, the Metusco Rosato. The rest became red wine from Negramaro. Okay, so basically what you're saying is you're fermenting juice that has freely come from the grapes with a little bit of skin that, but with no fermentation, so no real extraction. Yeah, 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 it's correct. And then you separate that from the skins and you ferment that juice apart and that is what becomes your rosato. Yeah, yeah, it's correct. Perfect, okay. Because we loved, what we loved about the wine that we tasted at the Five Star Wine Competition where you did so well was um, it had a lovely, um, a beautiful colour um, and it was just really, really clear, it had beautiful, the fruit had wonderful clarity to it. Um, and also a lot of intensity. So uh, whatever you're doing, it's, you're doing a great job. I, I, I can't show you some pictures of the mousse before the, before the fermentation, but it's something really particular to see because mousse before the fermentation are clear and they have the same color of wine into the bottle. So we remove all the parts that are not clear before the starting of fermentation, this uh, really particular process gives us the possibility to have the most clear aromas possible. So uh, we remove all, all the parts that can create some bad aromas, some problems during the fermentation. Uh, another really particular thing is that the alcoholic fermentation is really fast, but with a really uh, low temperature, we have uh, one week or 10 days of fermentation at 14, 16 degrees. So something really fast and uh, with an, a really low temperature. We use some different techniques uh, for the starting of alcoholic fermentation. Uh, some selected yeasts, the pied de cuve, the, the spontaneous fermentation. We use a lot of different techniques for a lot of different parts because you need to mind that we harvest the grapes uh, we cut the grapes that we use for Metusco Rosé in 10, 15 different days. So not uh, only one day, uh, only one vineyard for making uh, the Metusco Rosato, but a part of all our Negro Amaro vineyards. Interesting. Do you, in terms of um, the Negro Amaro, do you, 
do you you obviously know where your um, rosé grapes will come from or the rosé will come from which Negromano do you prune those and and manage those throughout the year slightly differently to if you were making a red wine or they just um, vineyards that would also make a red wine but you select certain parts of those vineyards for this particular rosé um, we use some techniques into the into the vineyards that uh, gave us the possibility to make the best rosé and then all the rest. I, I want to, to mean that the vineyards that are used for making the Metrisco Rosé are our best vineyards, a lot cultivated with the typical uh, Salento's way, the Alberello Salentino, but the rest of part is used for making uh, our entry-level wine. So we concentrate a lot of extract into the, into the juice that we use for the Metusco Rosé and the rest has not the same characteristics that add the beginning and that add on the plant. So uh, you need to mind that we make a rosé with uh, uh, 12 and a half degrees of alcohol means that the red wine will close the fermentation with 12 and a half, 13, no more than this. Uh, in our area, the best red, red wines from Negramaro arrive to 15 degrees. So the period of harvest for the grapes that we use for Metusco Rosato is the, the first uh, week of September, uh, the second week of, the, of September, the first 10 days of September. We, have, we harvest the Negramaro that we use for the best red wines at the end of September. So uh, you need to, to, to imagine that these are two different grapes for two different works. Yeah, there's a clear differ- differentiation between the rosé and the red in terms of, in terms of vineyard. Yeah. Now, you also do, I think, a very interesting thing. You have a wine called uh, another Rosato, uh, EGT Salento Rosato, which is called Albarossa. What is Albarossa? How is that made? Albarossa is our entry-level rosé also made by Negromaro 100%. We use the press for making the Albarossa. We use some Negromaro, we harvest some Negromaro, and uh, we put it immediately into the press. In this way, we can have a really lower color than Metusco, and uh, uh, we have uh, a lot of freshness. Then we add the part of Negromaro from Salasso that we don't use for the Metusco Rosato. So you need to mind that after the end of all the fermentations, we have uh, 300 uh, uh, hectoliters, 350 hectoliters of Metusco Rosato, of small parts of Metusco Rosato. The really fantastic work that I need to do at the end of October, after the end of all the fermentation, is to blend all these parts to make the best rosé that I can do into the cellar. Of course, there's, there's are some, some small parts that uh, will not become the Metusco Rosato, but are really full of structure, really full of color, more than a press process for making the rosé. So we add these parts to the Albarossa to make the wine better than a normal rosé made by, by press. So basically the Albarossa, it, it's got some of its own grapes, but it's also got the um, some of the pressed grapes from the uh, Metusco. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yes, that's a very good um, bit of recycling. I commend, I commend you for that. Yeah, yeah. No, but it makes sense. Like, um, it's like a, it's like you're a chef, right? And you have you, you cook a dish, and there's some some of the ingredients that you don't necessarily need for that particular dish, but you've opened them anyway, and you add them to another dish. You don't throw them in the bin. Uh, you use them, um, so there's no waste, and also. Um, you create a distinct, another, a very distinct rosé, a distinct from two distinct rosés, rosato that you make in the end. Yeah, everyone, everyone who work into the into the vineyard, into the countryside, can understand that after one year of really hard work, full of of a lot of problems, of a lot of bad days, of a lot of not beautiful things, when you arrive to the end, when you have uh, your product, your grapes into the cellar, the first thing is to respect this work and to use all the parts that you can use. I, I don't believe in lose something during the, 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 the winemaking process because I'm who work into the vineyard and I know the, 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 the quantity of work that I need to, to do into the, into the countryside to make the grapes. So I need to respect this work and to use all the parts for a lot of things. Maybe you can you can sell uh, the different parts to, to 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 the same to the same price, of course. But uh, we we also um, believe uh, in, into the possibility to drink wines every day. So we have uh, also a part of our wines that are really cheap and that we get we, we sell directly in our cellar shop liter by liter. So. Uh, we, we use everything for a lot of things. <laughs> okay, final question. Um, your father is uh, Arcangelo, is that right? No, my grandfather was Arcangelo. Right, so your grandfather, Arcangelo, what was the main thing that he taught you? <laughs> I was really young when my grandfather was died. There was the first years for me. I was four years old when my grandfather died, but I remember his words because my father my father used to, to, to say the same words. We make what he used to, to say was that we make one of the more honest and uh, popular, it's correct, work that you can do. We are, we are not uh, some important chirurgs or we are not some really important businessmen. We are men who makes and really popular work and we need to remember to make this work for for the, the, the popular people. It's something really strange because in the last years winemaking became something really really popular into the rich area. So people start who have a lot of money starts to to, to make investments into the winemaking, into the big sellers, into all these really beautiful things. But at the end, we are winemakers and we are who works into the vineyard directly. So uh, we work the, the soil, we work with the plants. Uh, it's important to, don't, to remember every time that we, our work starts into the soil, not into the, 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 the rich places. So I really believe in that. And uh, I want to remain a small producer because I want to follow this really honest way to make wines. Perfect. Okay, I just want to say thanks, uh, Michele, to you, um, Michele Panama, for um, speaking to us today. Um, congratulations for your success uh, with your Rosato. 
I want to underline, I'm sorry, the only, the, only <laughs> the, the, the last one thing. Um, I'm really, really happy about this result and I will remember for all my life uh, this year, this 2020, because uh, in, 2000, in 2008, uh, the best result of my further career was the, the winning of Grand Gold Medal in uh, Concourse International of in Italy. Was the first place for the rose category, and uh, in my second harvest, because I've started to be the winemaker of Nicola Palama with the harvest 2018. In my second harvest, I've won the same award of of my father of uh, his really long career, and the possibility to work with him and and to, to, to share with him this really great result, for me, was one of the best things that can happen into, into the life. Well, congratulations to you and to your family. Fully deserved. Um, Salento is a very underestimated region, but it's uh, capable of producing absolutely outstanding wine, and, and yours was definitely one of them. So well done. Um, keep up the good work, and I hope we can meet face-to-face uh, down in, uh, in Puglia sometime. Michele, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Himalaya FM and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin. Cin cin.